Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hello everyone, I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth Podcast. With me, my co-host, is Sugar Shane. What's up? Oh, another another great weekend of doing nothing but working. Well, you'll have those. Well, I have a, I had a seven-day stretch. Tomorrow's my first day off in seven days, so I'm planning on kicking back and relaxing a little bit. We're getting all my work done for the most part tonight for tomorrow's show so i ain't got much to do tomorrow but just chill cool so. well that's really good um just to let everybody know we are the uh, sanctuary of sweet truth podcast we are live twice a week the first time is monday at 10 p.m eastern standard time and then again on thursday at 11 p.m eastern standard time you can find us on twitter you can live tweet us while we're on the air if you like at Sweet Truth Radio. The link to our Spreaker account, which also is entitled The Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, is on our Twitter account. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you do have the Spreaker app, you can uh, live chat with Sugar Shane while we are uh, on the air, so to speak. Yeah, shoot me a message. Ellie's listening yeah. too, by the way. She's already, oh, shot, great. She's already shot one. Oh, great, man. That's awesome. Great to have you, Ellie. And uh, one more thing here. Um, the uh, Our website, and I, I believe, Shane, you're due for a, for a post there, is also yeah. <laughs> our Spreaker account. I'll try to get to that, like, tomorrow, maybe. I got, <laughs> you don't have to do it that quick. I'm just, I, I'm just I, giving you a hard time. I know. I can't remember, man. I forget so much. I got so damn much on my plate to do it one time, I forget. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure I put our promotional video on there. As a matter of fact, I can tell you right now. Um, we did a, uh, a promotional video, and we're due to do another video, too, I would yeah, say. Yeah, we, well, that one has had, I was looking today, has had, uh, not counting impressions, just media engagements, has had a 1,000 hits just in just in views. Oh, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah, I was, it's probably more than that now, but that was when I looked earlier today. So. But that, All right, and also, I wanted to make mention real quick because I saw somebody was on the Twitter that's done. I had a podcast, and I think it was Jake and I forget the name of the exact podcast, but they have uh, their hundredth episode coming up. And I never kept up with all ours to the degree, so I know. But I was looking today; we should be coming up on like about 125 or so ourselves. Yeah, we got to be up there. Yeah, it's 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 well over a hundred. So yeah, so just wanted to. All right. Very good. Um, over the weekend, I take it you did not watch any of the um, royal wedding with Prince Harry? I meant to, man. It just slipped my mind. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you couldn't. Yeah, you. I mean, you could have missed it, but you you couldn't have missed it in terms of they replayed portions of it over and over again. Um, there was a young man that played the cello during the. Uh, during the ceremony, and he was absolutely fantastic. If you oh, don't catch up, if you don't catch anything else, catch that cello performance. Well, uh, I have I have BritBox, so what I plan on doing is going back and watching some of it on there. I'm sure it's on the weddings on some of that, so I'll watch it on there and probably I'll check out the cello too. I just didn't sit down and watch the the whole event, but I will probably watch it in portions. Okay, cool. The um, you know, there was a lot of chatter. Most of the uh, online chatter that I ran across was very positive about the royal wedding. And um, there were a few, you know, mean comments, put it oh, that way. yeah, yeah. But for the most part, um, I was very much taken aback by the amount of Americans who have been enthralled by the royal family over the years. And that all started, I'm sure, with Diana. Oh, yeah. And, and um, uh, after her death, I can tell you that those two boys saved the monarchy in England. Because it, if it wasn't for those two boys... Charles wasn't going to do it. No. <laughs> no. And uh, the, the bo those two boys have really um, done a great job carrying the torch. There's a lot of speculation about whether or not uh, the Queen will skip Charles uh, and go straight to uh, William. What do you think? I don't know how that works. There's rules for that. I don't know how that works, but my guess is he would make a very popular king. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. A lot more so than Charles. Oh yeah, no. He's he's always going to be resented for dumping Diana and the way that uh, the royal family treated her, and uh, that the mistress of his was never well liked. Although, from what I understand, her approval rating is going up. Oh okay, but I mean, we're we're, we're still talking. Well, you're, <laughs> you're well, you're <laughs> probably talking also in part because I'm sure it's because of the public view of the acceptance of her by the two boys. Yeah, I mean, you're I'm probably sure, right about I'm that. Sure, I'm yeah. sure, you know, if they shunned her, I'm sure probably the public wouldn't have much for her either. And like you said, they probably don't, don't as a whole still, 
but it's going up and it's probably i guarantee you a lot of it is because the kids are accepting her and not shunning her and treating her like you know complete crap absolutely yeah there's no question about that the um the only thing that i would add um in in these comments that people are making i personally when you contrast the public service that those young men and all the royal family are required to do with the celebrity status that the children of our politicians have and who are, for the most part, spoiled brats a lot of the time. Those guys, uh, Harry, of course, combat veteran, uh, helicopter pilot. And uh, there's some interesting points. I, I, I heard a couple things over the weekend, and I wanted to bring them up. I also find it very interesting that, you know, the royal family is obviously the head of state in England. And they're not governmental. And a lot of people don't understand that. But what that does do is you have a vehicle, let's say, for public relations. You have a vehicle um, to be the face of for the government, for the world, okay, for the head of state. And you have this machine that spreads goodwill, all the charity work and everything else they do. And it's completely nonpartisan. They save that for the governmental side of things, for the prime minister and parliament and and all that other stuff. So they don't have that static of politics around them. I mean, people in England love the royal family no matter what their political persuasion is. So from that aspect, it's it's a great marketing tool. I mean, uh, the idea that you can have these people that are ambassadors to the rest of the world who raise the awareness of what's going on in, in Britain, uh, raise the prestige and the celebrity status of, 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 of London and, uh, you know, Big Ben and all that stuff. Um, and make it a tourist attraction, make it an international, um, you know, uh, destination for vacations and all that. It, it is a it, it is a great machine to do that. And as far as uh, uh, the the queen does have more power than what people realize. Um, I don't well, necessarily. I'm sure. I'm sure that if she went to the prime minister with something that was, you know, substantially. You know, that she really wanted to discuss, I'm sure he isn't going to say no, and I'm sure whenever she right. does give her opinion, it's heavily weighed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she does have some official positions. I don't know. I couldn't list them all right here. But the, the, she has more power than what you may think. And as a head of a state, I, I don't, as head of state, I don't have, I have a problem with that. Okay. I do think that uh, governance in terms of uh, the government should be by elected officials. But I do believe that the, the love and the history that the royal family has with England is something that we don't have in this country, and I believe it's missed. Right. Okay. And if you have an issue with royalty, my comment is this. I, I believe our arrogance. You know, Winston Churchill once said that democracy, I, I'm paraphrasing here. But Winston Churchill once made the comment that democracy is the absolute worst form of government except all the others. Yeah. 
And that's very true. It's probably the form of government that's the least of all the evils. And to to presume that our form of government, which is the least of all the evils, is best for everyone is a big mistake. And the amount of the times that we've tried to cram it down the throat of the people of the Middle East is a perfect example of that. Oh, yeah. Okay, it doesn't mean anything to them. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of reasons for that. You know, religion is very heavily intertwined with government in those areas. Uh, there's a cultural thing. There's there's how the rest of the world is viewed. I could go on and on here. And, uh, they, 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 you know, democracy is something that you have to want. It is something that you have to desire. I agree. And And to kick in the door and say, your way sucks. Ours is better. Here it is. It doesn't work. Well, we've seen what happened with Russia. I mean, when they gave up communism, in a lot of ways, when they took on democracy, a lot of it's, I mean, our, our economy was a lot worse yeah. th- than what it was when it was democracy. And, I'm and they had it, communism yeah. is great. Oh, no. But sometimes but it, maybe it worked for them. I mean, you know. Well, they had a lot of, they started having a lot of the problems that we've had for years with, yeah. you know, illegal trafficking and all this other type of stuff going on that they just simply did not have when the state kept its fist on everything. And that's not good either. But the point is, is that uh, to just go ahead and presume that our way is the best way all the time, um, I don't believe that's a good thing to do. And uh, I believe the monarchy in England, uh, especially in modern times, has done that country a lot of good in terms of national pride and other things. And uh, I I don't have anything against royalty. When I said I, you know, about watching the wedding, it just did my thing. But oh, right. yeah, that's, I, I, don't, that's I don't have anything against royalty, but I am glad we don't have it. I'm glad when Alexander Hamilton stood up and he suggested we have a president, I mean, a king for a leader. I'm glad they pretty much shot his ass down <laughs> because I don't want, I don't want that. I mean, I would want, I want to, you know, what we, yeah. I, I want what we have, but I want it improved upon because it does need to be fixed. That's what. Well, you know. The fact of the matter is, is that we really did not, in terms of design of the government, in my opinion, really separate. I mean, we didn't exactly come up with something that was entirely different. Congress, for example, is very parlamentary. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, And when you talk about governorships, the ability to pardon someone and all that, that's all a descendant of uh, of nobility. That, That all comes from England. Yeah, I think all we just took, I think what all we did because we didn't know anything different. I think we just took what they had and tweaked it a little bit. I mean, their court Absolutely. system, their court system is different, but it's a lot like ours. Absolutely, it is. So I mean, sure. I think I think we just tweaked it because it's all we knew because we came from there. Yeah, but yeah, and I I, I would totally agree with that, and that's one of the reasons why we, here again getting back to forcing uh, democracy down people's throat. A lot of times when we go into these uh, areas in the Middle East, for example, and other places that are culturally and governmentally completely 180 degrees different from us, you completely turn over their society by trying to put democracy in it. Now, you have to keep in mind one of the reasons why the American Revolution worked, and as far as revolutions go, they most often fail. Okay, yeah. we're the exception of the rule. Okay. And one of the reasons why 
the uh, the American Revolution worked is that we didn't upso- uh, turn our society upside down. Just like you said, there's a lots of similarities in the in the form of government that we did choose from what England had. Right. But we spoke the same language for the most part. You had a predominantly the same religion. You, I could go on and on here. The way uh, social uh, aspects of society, the way people's manners and and social mores were all put together, were very much like England. I mean, like you said, we just wanted to be left alone. We right. we didn't want to completely different society and we were just tired of being taxed to death yeah and uh uh the 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 whole uh uh aspect of society is with us today i mean the popularity of british uh, music the popularity of british actors the popularity Mm -hmm. of british literature is all here (laughs) i I I love british television i mean like i said i got brit box i watch it all the time i mean i love british i love doctor who i love all that stuff yeah so yeah so uh, what, what your your point is very valid. All that we did by separating from England was we wanted to be left alone. We wanted to be independent, and uh, we, we didn't uh, uh, you know turn our society upside down. And when we go into these areas that are completely different cultures, and we kick in the door and say, "Boy, you guys better take this democracy because it's really great." It doesn't work. Well, see, like okay. you, like you said, the reason why the revolution worked is because we wanted democracy as a whole. And so, therefore, it did work. Everybody Absolutely. was accepted of it. And uh, if we would have been 50-50 more than we were probably 90-10, it may have been a complete cluster. Well, you know, in the beginning, that was a concern because there were a lot of people in the beginning, you know, prior to the to the revolution happening, that did want to stay with England. There were a lot of people here. I mean, so that was, uh, you know, they, when, when you consider the amount of of effort that had to be done you know we when we talk about the revolution we talk about fighting the british army but actually getting to that point to me was a lot more dangerous because you know getting to convince your neighbor that this was the right thing to do and if your neighbor wasn't convinced he might turn you in yeah (laughs) you know as a conspirator so uh it was a very dangerous time there was a lot of uh of, of situations there where you didn't know who to trust so it, it's amazing that it got done. and uh, But like I said, this was a thing where, like you said, about the taxes and the other thing, we just wanted to be independent. We weren't going to turn our society upside down. Our society and British society, even to this day, is very similar. Um, so that's the thing that we have to consider when, when, when we start touting democracy around the world. Um, it has to fit in with their society. It has to fit in with their social mores. It has to fit in with... Their their version of separation in church and state. I could go on and on here. There's a lot of factors in terms of how their economy runs. Um, there's a lot of things that uh, that can make that fail. So anyway, I, I kind of believe that's one of the reasons why the the popularity of the royal family is still in the United States because we do very much identify with their culture. We we very much feel a kinship with it. The closest thing that we had that here in the United States was Camelot with uh, JFK. That's the closest we ever came to that. Yeah, true. And uh, in, in, in the good respects, not that we wanted JFK to be king, uh, but we, we liked that uh, a family that was intertwined with our society that were our leaders. Uh, that was something, that's something that Americans just typically do not feel with electing a president every four years. So I, I believe there's a longing for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was saying something to my wife 
um, you know, about Meghan Markle. Apparently, she was married before. And uh, <laughs> I'd hate to be her ex, man. Can you imagine? You talk uh, about to talk about your ex doing well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She's done about as good as you can do. Yeah, yeah. you can't do much about that. Yeah, yeah. he gonna have a hard time topping that one. <laughs> he better buy out Amazon. About the only way I know he go top it. Didn't even then. She he ain't gonna be the public figure she is. So, <laughs> as of now, one of the most famous women in the world. Oh yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, I you know, I, I just wanted to throw that out there as a little joke. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my luck, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, while we're kind of on the subject of pop culture, I, I did want to talk a little bit about Janet Jackson. Um, did you catch any of that Billboard's um, uh, awards last night? Oh, hell no. I ain't watched that in years. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead and catch me up on it. I just hadn't watched it in a long time. Yeah, I used to be really in tune to it because when I was a disc jockey, um, I actually had a professional subscription to Billboard. Hmm. And uh, I would get a copy of the charts and everything every week, and uh, I would follow those. And when new songs popped up that I wasn't familiar with, I would go research them and go listen to them and make sure I knew that the, that Hot 100 inside and out. Right. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I very much kind of had a kinship with Billboard. And, of course, it's, the industry's changed since I was doing it, but... Um, Nonetheless, I do think Billboard is probably the definitive chart as far as music goes. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, that's the one everybody goes by. And uh, she was honored, Janet Jackson was honored with the Icon Award at the uh, Billboard Music Awards in Las Vegas. And she also performed during the TV show. Now, she's 52 years old now. Which is hard to believe. I mean, I, that, this is one of those things. Well, first of all, I can't believe that Michael's gone. No, nah, me neither. Well, we, we talked before the uh, the the larger than life icons of our youth. Uh, it's just amazing how they've dropped like flies. I was just glad I was privileged to see him in concert. But yeah, he, uh, it's just it's, yeah. I did. I was about 15 years old when I saw him in concert, and uh, he came, of course, to Atlanta. And him, and like I've said, Garth Brooks puts on a good show, and him were the best two concerts I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, I can do that. His show, I would like to have just the money that he put in to one concert. Like when he did Thriller, it was all reenacted on stage, the costumes and everything. Right. It wasn't just him getting out and singing Thriller. Yeah. And, and when he came in and when he came out, or when he, the concert was over, he came back and did the encore for Man in the Mirror. Man, yeah. I don't think anybody in there had a hair not standing up on their arm. It was, yeah. it was phenomenal. It would bring tears to my eyes thinking about it now. It was just, it was unbelievable. Really? Yeah, it was, it was magical. No doubt. I, I can certainly believe that. I, I never had a chance to, uh, to check him out. And I, and I regret that. But uh, I, I I was really taken aback by how much she looks like Michael now. It seems like uh, she she appears more like him than, than before. Yeah. Even when you know her expressions, the the smile, um, the the facial expressions, uh, even her voice when she talks, 
it's 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 uncanny how it sounds like Michael. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, she uh, she did a uh, a good job performing last night, and she made some comments about uh, women empowerment, which is. You know, one of the reasons why she should be honored as an icon is that uh, she was talking about education and the rights of women long before it became the popular thing to do. Yeah, it wasn't the Me Too movement and all that kind of stuff or whatever, whatever it yeah, is she, now. She was, she was way ahead of the curve on, on, on all that stuff. And uh, obviously she was overshadowed by her brother, but uh, I, boy, I'll tell you, you can't take anything away from her. I, this article in Billboard here, um, you know, points out that, um, or, or, excuse me, this was on uh, on NBC News. This is an opinion article here about how she's been underrated. Oh, yeah, I think she, I think even though Michael overshadowed her, he was going to overshadow anybody in his career. Yeah, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no way of avoiding. I mean, he overshadowed everybody at that time. But the thing about it is, I think she had a great career within itself, though, to her own. You know, oh, this spoke for itself. I mean, she made some great albums, some great hits. I mean, no doubt about it. I remember watching her in Good Times back when she was on that show back in the day. Yes, yes, yes yeah. I remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember she was on like a season or two there after the dad passed away. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, uh, Michael was Michael. And like you said, uh, especially during that time when they were both skyrocketing to fame during the 1980s, there, there was no catching his, his rocket. But, uh, um, he, uh, he was who he was. And I believe it was a double edged sword for her. I mean, a lot of people might make the argument that she wouldn't have gotten the recognition earlier in her career had it not been for Michael and that family. But by the same token, she could never escape the shadow. She was I, always. Going, I, yeah. I would argue that point because I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can always say yeah, if and if and if. But the thing about it is, out of her whole family, she's the out of the, his whole family, I should say, she's the only one that shined. Absolutely, not as, not as bright as him, but she still shined. And the rest of them, his brothers and all from the Jackson Five, petered out. And I yeah, think absolutely. the reason why is because those two were the talent and i think if there wouldn't have been a michael maybe she wouldn't have got as big as michael but she still would have had a career that would have been yeah. decent in my opinion yeah yeah well i you know I, I agree that she was a superstar in her own right there's absolutely no question but being as she was so much younger than michael michael was already a well-established star when she was a child on good times right right and so I mean, obviously the connections were made um, if she would have been on her own from Indiana or wherever she was from, just yeah. coming out of nowhere, it, it probably would have been tougher. But then once she started that climb up, then she couldn't get over that that Michael hump. And uh, but she did in in a lot of ways. Her record sales were there; they were mon monumental. That was one hell of a money making family. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, um, you know her her videos even today stand up. Yeah. 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 Uh, very much so. I mean, I think so, their I think their father was not to say that you know it was the worst thing in the world he done, but I think he was the one that really drove them early in their career to begin with, like when they were the Jackson Five and all. Oh, he was yeah. he was the one that was the big promoter and trying to get them going and getting them where they are today. So I mean, how he drove them remains to be seen. Some people say he was a little bit overbearing, whatever the case. Yeah, he but, probably was, and he probably was. But then and still. 
You gotta ask yourself, what if he hadn't have been overbearing? They may not have been what they were today. So, yeah. you know, you have to look at the pro- the pros and the cons to both sides of the coin. Well, I, I, Janet, for the most part, it seems like she has her quirks, but it seems like on the surface she's pretty normal. Um, Michael kind of fell into a trap. I, 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 I kind of suspect that being that his brothers were older, and when they started touring and he started getting separated from other kids and normal development, that could, that, that's, that first, first of all, that's a touchy thing. And uh, as he became so famous that he couldn't go out into public at a very early age, um, you know, just simple interactions that we take for granted, like um, going into a 7-Eleven and uh, buying a Slurpee and, you know, some candy or something yeah, like that. you can't do nothing like that, man, when you're that no, mega superstar. He, he, he never did it. No, you he couldn't. Never, yeah, he never had those very simple social interactions. And as time went on and he became more and more isolated, I the best way I can make an analogy, it's almost like what happened to Howard Hughes. He became a prisoner of his own success. And he started becoming isolated. And he, uh, you know, he ended up dying a recluse. Yeah, he died a nut. Yeah. And I, I, I see, I, I noticed a lot of that in Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Towards the end. Yeah, yeah, he just the the weirdness was overtaking him. I think that's what happened to Elvis. If you want to get right down to it, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I know the drugs was a part of it, but I think that's why he turned to drugs to stay up and to go to bed and everything. Because people don't realize what he had to do a lot of most of his life. Once he got really famous, he had to hide in a trunk to get out of his own house and then go rent out a whole damn movie theater in order to even watch a movie. Because yeah. <laughs> he because he couldn't go nowhere. I mean, right, he, couldn't, right, he right. couldn't he couldn't go anywhere to be, and be seen because it was you know it'd have been a madhouse. Yeah. So yeah, he, if he went to the grocery store, he had to rent the grocery store. It had to be shut down so he could shop. Yeah, but it was that bad. And you think you want that kind of stardom, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you something. You really don't want that kind of stardom when you can't yeah. even have your own personal life. And I yeah. think it gets to you because you have no social skills outside of your own close-knit family that you can actually right. deal with. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it got to Michael. Yeah, at least Elvis was a young adult when he started getting famous. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't five. Yeah, he wasn't. But it was 21 before he ever got on the scene. Yeah, and uh, see, I, I kind of feel that that hurt him in later years. And I'm not making excuses for him, but, you know, he 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 definitely suffered from isolation. In my opinion. And uh, um, I wanted to ask you about this. Do you know who uh, this Mario Batali is? I've heard the name, but I'm not sure exactly what his position or what he is, to be honest. Okay. He is a uh, famous restaurateur. And he was on that cooking show that's uh, called The Chew, I guess. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. I know who you're talking about. Oh, you know he's in deep shit. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he's uh, and I guess the subject of a what, what is now a criminal investigation uh, by the New York Police Department, and uh, he's getting accused of doing some Bill Cosby stuff. Oh, yeah. Lord. There's at least two, um, and the investigation was reported last night. I watched the segment on 60 Minutes, and there were several former employ- uh, female employees. Um, that apparently worked at a place called the Spotted Pig. 
wow. which was a was a Bitali uh, invested uh, uh, restaurant, and um, he he's he was accused by these women of sexually harassing and assaulting them. Um, and he said that in a statement, he vehement, vehemently denies the allegations of assault. But he did say that my past behavior has been deeply inappropriate and I am sincerely remorseful for my actions. And he added that he was not attempting a comeback. So, um, yeah, there was one. So, so what's he claiming he did if he didn't assault him? Yeah, that's the, that's the hundred thousand dollar question. Yeah, I mean, if you if you if they willingly did it, then it's not assault, and yeah. you, and you have nothing to be guilty of if they consensually did it. But if they didn't consensually did it, whether you gave them a, a, a messed up salad that had something in it or what the case may be, yeah, you, you there, assaulted them. Yeah, there's one woman that uh, claims that she woke up. In, on his floor and didn't know how she got there. Okay. Mm. Um, and um, there was, uh, you know, a couple others that, you know, said that they were put in very compromising situations in terms of uh, whether it be their job or what have you. Um, as far as I know, when this all started to break, this was more about, you know, inappropriate comments, according to what he was saying, you know, that he acted kind of, you know, in some way that that you shouldn't, but he claims it, you know, according to his statement there, that it falls short of assault. Okay. Oh, okay. So if this um, uh, this is one of those guys that, uh, you know, he, he's kind of a heavy set guy. He seems kind of you know, like a, like kind of a, a soft, fluffy guy that you know eats a lot of cream pies. Yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah, you, you you don't picture him, uh, you know, doing these types of things. But uh, I'm not saying he didn't. You know, obviously, there's something going on here. He, he's admitting picture, something, and how bad it is, I don't know. I didn't picture Bill Cosby doing it either. Oh no! You know, I mean, in hell, I I would have been the last person I'd have figured you told me to do something like that. Although, when I did stand up, when I crossed paths with. Um, other professional comedians who had histories of traveling the country. There were rumors circulating about him a lot for a long time in the entertainment industry. Hmm. Um, and uh, I, I don't believe that the that the media itself really caught on to it. And consequently, a lot of people in the public didn't ca- catch on to it. It's probably the wrong time now that this is all coming out. And everything's getting exposed. He's getting exposed now, probably. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the general feeling that I got and I have gotten from uh, people that I've listened to on, on TV and what have you that, you know, heard heard these rumors. They heard the rumors, but, you know, you can't go to the police and say, I heard a rumor about Bill Cosby. No. You have to, you have, to have some firsthand knowledge. So, um, uh, you know, he... I, him and his handlers, I guess, were, were very crafty at keeping it uh, a pretty tight ship. Um, but it does seem like um, you know he was into some really bad stuff. He's he's an extreme example of wow. um, bad things can go. Well, so, so if, if indeed the story is true, the woman waking up in the middle of the floor, don't know how she got there. He had done something. Yeah, I was referring to Bill Cosby there earlier, but oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, same with uh, Mario Batali. I mean, these are. Uh, these are allegations here that seem to go beyond uh, "Hey, baby" type stuff. I mean, th- this right. is like, you know, really dark 
stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know what goes on in these guys' heads. I understand it's about control. And I understand it's about power. Um, But by the same token, you know, these guys are so wealthy and so successful, they can pay for anything they want. They can get beautiful women. I don't understand why they have to put their own employees in yeah, such horrible situations. I, I, can't, I, I can't understand that either. I mean, if you was with us an employee and the employee was interested and it was consensual, you know, whatever the case may be, I could see. Not saying that makes it right if you're married or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, if that be the case. But to force yourself on another woman like that, when you already got money and whatever, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, you've got the fame. You can walk into any place and have a woman in about 15 minutes. Just yeah. being honest. And, Absolutely. And to force yourself, that just that doesn't make any sense. Where should drug him if that allegation is true? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, the, uh, that's the thing. And, you know, as far as what you're talking about, I'm to the point now where I won't say anything. I don't care how innocent it seems. Yeah. I was uh, I was dealing with a woman here the other day at, at a I was having a business meeting and uh she was talking to me and she's what year did you graduate from high school and blah 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 and and she goes, Oh, I uh I, I graduated just a couple of years after you did. I'm only a couple of years, you know, younger than you. And uh, I said, oh, okay. And she looked at me and she said, well, you know, when a woman says that, you're supposed to say, oh, you don't look anywhere near my age. And I understand she was being cute. But I said, in this day and age, I ain't saying nothing about a woman's appearance. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I ain't, I ain't saying you, jack. You got, you walk, nowadays, you better be walking, your ass better be walking on eggshells. <laughs> and that's sad. But it's yeah, true. But it's true. You can't even make a joke. And I'm not saying, you know, that joking in in a flirty kind of way. I'm talking about you can't say nothing nowadays, man. You, you, yeah, you're right. And I mean, me and you, what we want to do down the road or whatever we end up doing down the road, something like that could affect it. You know, you got, I'm like, yeah, I ain't saying shit, man. Yeah. I ain't saying nothing. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And uh, she laughed and she said, oh, you're funny. But, you know, I could tell by the expression on her face. She knew, she knew where I was coming from. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, it, it's a shame that you can't uh, be a—I uh, don't want to say loose, but you know, you can't just relax and make a few jokes and and be yourself anymore because the most innocent comment can be constru- construed construed as this terrible, you know, sexist, uh, perverted remark. And uh, I understand, here again, I want to be very clear, I have no patience, no patience whatsoever with someone who is committing sexual harassment. I don't have any more patience for that than I do drunk drivers. Oh, no. Uh-uh. But, uh, you know, the, it, it does seem to the, to the point now where, you, you know, you, you can't, you don't dare even the most innocent comment like, hello, Sally, you look nice today. That can get you in trouble. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I told you I was at Waffle House. I think I've told this story. I was at Waffle House working and there was another cook there and he, well, at Waffle House, when you cook, they call everything out. The waitress puts the waffle down, not the cook. So okay. he was trying to cook this meal and she was fixing to put the waffle down. 
And all he did was grab a wrist and say, hey, don't put that waffle down yet. Said, I'm gonna be, I still got this to cook. I want to wait just a minute so everything comes out hot. Okay. She went and tried to get him for sexual harassment. They had to talk her out of it. Oh, gee. Because he grabbed her wrist to try to stop her from putting down a damn waffle. Yeah. I said, holy shit, man. I said, how the hell? I mean, you can't do nothing. I mean, hell, all I was trying to do is tell you to stop. Yeah. I mean, then they wonder why they ain't got nobody. Yeah. <laughs> They're the ones bitching on Facebook about can't find a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I'm not, that, I'm, and I'm not saying I'm for abusive. That's not what I'm saying. I'm oh, not, no, I get that. I'm not and saying you have, that. You have to qualify that because any criticism of this type of thing labels you as enabling, you know, bad behavior. And that's right. not the case at all. No, 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 no. No one should force anything on anyone like that. Yeah. You know, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, in our last couple of minutes here, it, it, you know, it's a it's a tough subject. That's kind of why I saved it for last. But we do have to mention the uh, another horrific shooting. Oh yeah. Down in Texas, uh, at this Santa Fe school, and uh, this guy did it with a shotgun. That's some. That's a that's a new one. Um, and apparently, as he was firing, he was saying, "Another one bites the dust." That's what I heard today. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, here's what what's very troublesome about this. We can get into the politics of, of gun control. You know, I, I honestly don't have issues with background checks or any of that type of stuff. Um, but too often in our society, we, we focus on bad things. And not, and not bad, bad people. people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, um, you know it, it's just like with airplanes. That's a perfect example. Instead of focusing on uh, you know intelligence and proper screening and, and proper ways to vet people as they're getting on board, you know if, if somebody gets on an airplane and they they devise some way to commit a terrorist act with a with, with a paperclip, what, what's the next thing we're doing the next day? Everybody's getting searched for paperclips. Yeah, you know. And um, um, I, I, to me, that's the troubling aspect of our society. You know, the, the analogy that I've, I've often said, if, if I'm sitting in a room with someone who might want to kill me and there's a gun sitting on the table, the liberal solution is to come in and take the gun. The conservative solution is to come in and give me a gun and now I have a gun too. Okay, that's great. But in both cases, I'm not really happy about the fact that I'm sitting in a room with somebody who's perfectly willing exactly, to kill. Exactly. Exactly. Either way, you still got somebody in the room willing to shoot your ass. <laughs> and I don't understand what has happened to our society. We've always had bad people in it. Yeah. But, but during the 1950s and stuff like that, you didn't have people putting bombs and you know and, and trucks and and doing all this type of stuff and and just taking out as many people as as they can and then they want to go out usually in in a blaze of glory they don't want to survive the incident that that's something that um, you know is a relatively new phenomenon and i don't understand why there's so many people in our society who you know figuratively are sitting in the room with us perfectly willing to kill us yeah you don't know how many people you encounter in a day now yeah, that, could, that, that if you tick them off the wrong way, they would kill you. 
Yeah. That's why I tell people, don't get road rage, because you don't know who the hell you're going to shoot the bird at or whoever you're going to raise your voice oh, yeah. at ride down the road, because they might oh, be yeah. the one with a gun in the dash, may have a license for it, may not have a license for it, but they're going to be the ones to pull over to the side and pop a cap in your ass because you pissed them off. Exactly. Sure. Because you don't know what you're dealing with mentally nowadays, or any shape, form, or fashion, I should say. You just don't know what you're dealing with. And uh, I don't know why this kid shot him. It could have. I don't know if it was bullies or what. The I don't know if you know what his reasoning was. If they've come out with that yet or not, I haven't heard myself yet. But uh, yeah, I don't know what the his plan yeah, was. I, uh, I don't know the, the the preliminary information. And here again, it's very sketchy, and who knows how accurate it is. But a, a lot of the kids are saying he acted fairly normal, mm. uh, and uh, no one would have suspected this. Um, sometimes they say, you know, this kid was a weird kid, but I'm so far, I'm not getting that. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen a whole lot about him that showed he was weird. Yeah. I mean, what I have seen about him, uh, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Like I said, you don't know what's in somebody to cause them to snap. Yeah. And, uh, uh Ellie read that she heard it. That she, like I said, we're still getting all this together, but she read that a girl turned him down. Yeah, he shot. Uh, apparently, the the story is is that's the first person he shot. Mm. Yeah. Damn, man! Everybody's gonna get rejected in life. Ain't no reason for that kind oh, of shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I Absolutely. Mean, damn, you just see, though, you go on to the next one. You know. I mean, and I, like, I, I don't often jump on these politically correct terms, but I, I do believe that there's a this, this toxic masculinity that uh, you know being turned down now is 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 a blow to your manhood. Yeah, and I, a lot of people are speculating that uh, these kids living their lives on social media is a big part of that. They've lost the ability to to have real life rejection, real life acceptance, real life interaction. Yeah, they never encounter anybody face to face. That's why. Yeah, they just get unfollowed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, that's a, a topic for another day. But yeah, uh, we do. Uh, we, we do. We, I mean, we had to mention it. Uh, Another horrible shooting in in our country. But anyway, uh, just to let everybody know, I do want to thank them for listening here in our final minute. Be sure you check out DJ Sugar Shane and the rest of his crew tomorrow night on SKO Radio. You can find them on skoradio.com, and you can also find them on SKO Radio Network on the TuneIn app. They are on from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am going to try to be there tomorrow night. Things okay. are right now. I'm very optimistic that I'm going to be You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals, like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only.